Hello and welcome back to the Print On Demand Playbook Podcast. I'm your host, Kerry Egler, along with my co-host, Adrian Vonarks, and we're so pumped today to be talking about high-profit print-on-demand products. These are products you can make a big margin with, so get excited. And before we dive in, I wanna ask you really quickly to just hit that subscribe button. Whatever platform you're listening on, it really helps us out to subscribe, to follow the podcast, leave us a comment, or leave us a review over on Apple or Spotify or wherever you're listening. Let's jump in. Adrian, what is up, my friend? We're back Dude, again. We are back. We We're are back. back. And I'm super happy to be back. I was in the Philippines for two weeks. I just got back. I feel amazing. And I'm just like really pumped to be back at work. It's it's funny. I was telling you this offline. I remember I was I was telling actually when the Philip when I was in the Philippines, we were texting back and forth. And I was like, dude, I'm getting antsy, man. I'm mm -hmm. getting antsy. And like five days in. The Philippines was absolutely amazing. But one thing that we were talking about is like as an entrepreneur, when it's your own business, when you take a break from it, you start getting antsy after like quite a short period of time. For me, I can take maybe like three, four days off, but usually day five and, and yeah. later, I start getting really antsy to get back to work. And I look when you love what you when, when you love what you do, it's like right. it's, it's your, like a it's, drug. Right. It well, no, it's true though. Like this is your baby. This is your business. Like it's 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 a source of pride. And it's just like I love do I love what we do. I love helping people. I love educating and being a content creator. And I love creating products that people mm -hmm. like. It's just, I don't know, man. Like I even though I was having like the best time ever in the Philippines, I was getting a little like, you know, antsy to get home and get back and I'm here now and I'm super happy to be back, super happy to be back in the, the recording studio with you. Um, hey, and I'm excited Zoom, for today's episode. digital recording studio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for anyone watching on YouTube, like this is clearly not a recording studio. This is my home office, but yeah. you know what I mean. <laughs> Mine too. This is a bedroom and this is a wall that I made to try to look cool. Uh, so. Dude, it looks amazing. I want um, that. Hey, real quick though, we're, we're going to dive into the content, but real quick, I want to ask anybody who's listening, this is like episode nine. So we're like nine episodes into this. Would you please just let us know what you think of this, yeah. of this podcast? Like it would, it would help us out so much, uh, you know, leave a review if you're on like Apple podcasts or Spotify, if you're on YouTube, just like, just comment, just comment and let us yeah. know what what you think cuz we we definitely want to make content that's you know helpful and brings value to your to your life and your business and so uh, we'd love to just know what you think and, and let us know if you're enjoying it uh, I know I know I've been, I have been seeing some YouTube comments and maybe I need to be better about letting you know Adrian but I've been seeing some awesome YouTube comments like a few people really loving the podcast nice. um but uh but yeah any 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 you know uh feedback you can give us is, is super helpful so true like at the end of the day this is for you guys we like we we want to offer value so yeah. it, it's so nice to hear from people to hear like what they think of it and you know it motivates us like it's so inspiring when when you get a comment if someone's like oh this is awesome or i love this then we're like all right let's keep it going you know we're doing this yeah. we're doing this for you guys so um i totally agree that really helps and please and thank you <laughs> thank you very much Cool. All well, right, jumping in, jumping into uh, jumping into high profit uh, print on demand products, yep. and there's a few really good ones on this list. Um, I will start it off with with our, you know our first first one to talk about is hoodies. Um, hoodies are 
Uh, now, I think it's I think it's important to mention uh, on this list. We're not necessarily talking about uh, products that have necessarily a high percentage of profit margin. They may have a high percentage, but we're mainly talking about like the dollar amount that that you can get. Mm. And I think I think one of the reasons for that, and hopefully I can explain this where mo- you know everybody can understand, is that like the 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 rate at which a profit increases on a product. Uh, the the rate of of cost per acquisition on something like advertising it doesn't they don't rise at the same rate if that makes sense so mm-hmm. like if you're paying Facebook ads or Instagram ads ten dollars to sell a T-shirt and you have a fifteen dollar profit margin and let's say let's say you have fifteen dollar profit margin but then on a hoodie you've got a thirty dollar profit margin it's not going to cost you it's not proportional what it's going to cost you to get a sale if that makes sense yeah. So like, yep. you know, your, your, your cost per acquisition is not necessarily going to double to get a hoodie sale, if, if that makes sense. So yep. when you, we're mainly talking about like dollar amount, you know, getting more dollar amounts out of these. So some of these may actually be lower percentage profit than something like a t-shirt, uh, but they might be more, more dollar value. So number one is hoodies. Uh, this is, this is, I know it's one of your best selling and, and you know, most profitable things. It's also one, one of yep. mine. Uh, yep. I've always sold t-shirts as my main product. Uh, for the most part, but I have added a lot of things over the years and hoodies has been really, really popular more than sweatshirts for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, gener- I generally price them somewhere in like the 45 to $50 range. And you know, they're, yeah, they're going to give me 20 to $25 profit margins so- somewhere in that range, maybe 20 to 30. Some, mm-hmm. pr- some hoodies you can price, you know, even higher. They can be 70, $80. If you're doing something like all over print, mm-hmm. you could price them yeah. a little bit, a little bit higher. But hoodies are really solid. And one thing I would say about hoodies, depending on where you're selling, what where you're selling at, they are somewhat seasonal. You know, they're in the fall, the hoodie sales really start to ramp up, and they they sell really well through winter. They're great Christmas gifts because it is cold outside, at least here in the United States. You know, in the in the in the latter half of the year, uh, and then into January, February, and maybe a little bit in March. But then we get into t-shirt weather. And so hoodies definitely don't sell as well, maybe March through August, September, somewhere in that range. So that's been my experience. Hoodies are a great product though and 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 good good margin. Yeah. Yeah. I love like if I can run a Facebook ad to a hoodie and it I would any day I would rather run it to a hoodie than a t-shirt just because you're gonna make more money. It's gonna make it, you know, you're gonna make more profit in most cases, like if you're pricing it right, you should be making more profit. It's just, you know, and if they're only going to buy one product, like so many people do, I mean, our goal is always to upsell and cross sell people and try to bump up that average order value, right? Try to get them to buy two, maybe three things, Mm -hmm. but like a lot of them will only buy one. I would way rather them buy one hoodie than one t-shirt because you're going to make more money from that and it's going to make the ad more profitable. So um, this is, yeah, it's one of my brand's most profitable and best-selling products. And yes, like you're right about them being seasonal, although it's kind of crazy. Like we still sell a decent amount of hoodies in the summertime just because it's one of our best-seller, best-selling products. It's actually kind of surprising, but it is definitely the best in, in the colder months. But um, yeah, so why don't we jump to the next one? And um, let's talk about sweatshirts. So sweatshirts right now are super trendy. Uh, You can easily make over $20 profit per shirt, kind of like hoodies, right? So you're going to make more profit generally in a sweatshirt or sorry, kind of like, yeah, kind of like hoodies. You're going to make more profit 
profit on a sweatshirt than you are on a t-shirt. So if you can get people to buy a sweatshirt instead, if you can get them to upgrade to a sweatshirt or buy the t-shirt and then also throw a sweatshirt on there, that's awesome. They're just, the nice thing is that they're really trendy right now and they're selling really well. A lot of people love that kind of oversized sweatshirt look and feel. The Gildan is really popular for that. We sell the Cotton Heritage sweatshirt. That also does really well. Uh, you know, drop shoulder sweatshirts do well. I think the Gildan has the drop shoulder. Um, yeah. So yeah, just a trendy product with good profit margins. Yeah, I would add that um, one thing we talked about in our last episode, uh, episode eight, if you haven't heard that episode, go back and check that out. Uh, we talked about um, crop top sweatshirts and hoodies mm, mm-hmm. uh, cro- are cropped, you know, for, for, for women. And, um, you know, th- those are super, super popular, right? And you can kind of milk oh, those yeah. margins out of. So, you know, <sighs> think about maybe some different styles that are really in right now. And the other thing I would add is we, we've, been, we've been maybe hinting at this just a little bit as we've started this podcast. But sometimes a good strategy is to sell the T-shirt and then upsell the hoodie or upsell the sweatshirt of the same yeah. design, right? If somebody would want a design in a t-shirt, they may also likely want it in a sweatshirt or hoodie. And, you know, they may have one they can wear in the summer, one they can wear in the winter, right? And so they kind of switch those out. So um, I would definitely test that just as a kind of a side tip, I guess, uh, test upselling some of these products. And then because one of the reasons they work really good as an upsell is because you potentially have more margin. Generally, when you upsell a product, you can't, you're going to discount that product a little bit. So you're going to want to use something that you can afford to actually discount and still make a margin on. So sweatshirts and hoodies can be a really good uh, upsell product. Test it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. Definitely. Um, Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. And it's surprising how many people will buy the exact same design on different styles because if they love it on a t-shirt, they're probably going to love it on a hoodie and a sweatshirt and different times of the year, they're going to wear one or the other more. You know what I mean? So, um, cool. Do you want to take, yeah, moving on, moving on to our number three product. This is probably my favorite one on the list. Uh, I'm excited about this one. Yeah. Uh, It's, it's print on demand jewelry. And, uh, there's, there's a lot of different ways you can do print on demand jewelry. There's a lot of different options out there. Um, but the profit margins can be pretty wild. Uh, they, they can be, they can be pretty crazy. And I, and I'll talk about that a little bit more, but, uh, there's two print on demands that you should look at. The first one is kind of like the market leader in this category. They're mm-hmm. called shine on. And, uh, I've heard a ton about shine on. I don't have personal experience with them. I, I don't know if Adrian does, but uh, but they're like the go-to for for um, for print-on-demand jewelry, and they have a ton. This is like what they specialize in. I don't even think they mm-hmm. sell they sell a few other things. I think they have some watches and some different things. But they do, um, yeah, yeah. But they that's kinda, their bread and butter, though, jewelry. Oh, their bread and butter is their jewelry. Tons of different uh, styles and different things you can do with them, and 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 it has some pretty crazy margins. The other one that's recently come out with jewelry products is Awkward Styles, um, one of my favorite print-on-demand providers. And, you know, this is kind of getting my feet a little bit more wet in the jewelry category because, mm. I, because I use Awkward Styles and they've, mm-hmm. you know, they've come out with these products. And, man, the margins are insane. So with, with these products they're selling, you know, and I'm kind of looking at them right now because I want to I make sure and give you guys a good, um, a, good, a good gauge on this. But 
mainly what you're customizing with these products with jewelry is you're not actually customizing the jewelry. You're customizing the card that yes. comes in the jewelry box. So you're putting a message on this jewelry card. You know, some examples here on the Awkward Styles website are like to your wife for an anniversary or to your mom for Mother's Day or to one of your best friends or as a Christmas gift or for Valentine's Day. They've got, I'm looking at it right now because uh, at the time of recording this, we're one week out from Valentine's Day. There's one that's like this double heart with some diamonds in it. And uh, it says my Valentine on it. Well, this is an example. You can make it say whatever you want. But it's this little poem, you know, to your Valentine. This It's all about the presentation when it comes to the jewelry. And, you know, but when you're talking about jewelry, let's just let's just zoom out a little bit. The, the idea of jewelry, what do you think about when you think about jewelry? You think it's expensive, right? If you think right. like think like you're going to buy your wife a piece of jewelry, it's going to be expensive. You know, right. you just automatically kind of think that. So these products naturally have a perceived a higher value because they are jewelry, even if they don't actually cost a lot to make. Yeah. So just kind of wrap up this one, looking at awkward styles, most of these print on demand jewelry products are ranging between uh, somewhere between like $11 and like 13, $14. And they recommend that you mark these up at least 300%. Oof, love it. <laughs> yeah, which love is that. which is only going to put them at like 50 bucks, 40, 50 yeah, bucks. That's really I'm affordable like, for jewelry. Yeah, you could there and and these things can be personalized. Like, and there's some companies that, you know, like Shine On and different companies that will do personalization. But even even just looking at it, I think you could potentially even get more than than 300%. You could sell these Early. things at $60. I mean, pretty yeah. easily. I think on the list, you know, if you're just looking at sheer like uh, profit margin, this might be the best one as yeah. far as just getting a ton of profit out. It's definitely something I think most people listening to this should look into if it makes sense, you know, for your brand. Yeah, I, I think you're right about pure profit margins. Like this is such a good one. And it's just such, I feel like this is like a, a really good complimentary product for like a clothing brand. Maybe you only create a jewelry brand and that's totally cool too. But if you have a clothing brand and you like, I've offered you, I offer jewelry in my store for my clothing brand. And I have friends who have successful online predominant companies and they also offer jewelry. Like it can be a really great complimentary product and you can make jewelry for all the special occasions, yeah. Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, Christmas. You can think of all these reasons that you can have jewelry, but it's also, you can have some evergreen ones, you know? Um, birthdays. How well all- Anniversaries. Yeah. I was say birthdays and anniversaries. It's like yep. everybody's having, like somebody's having a birthday every day, right? right. Somebody's having the anniversary every day. Um, yep. so those are things graduations. you could sell. Yeah. Graduation. You could sell those things year round. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I, one thing I like too, is I'm, I'm seeing that awkward styles is coming out with more stuff. So yes. I think when they first launched, like I know their jewelry is pretty new when they first launched, I think they came out with bracelets and necklaces. And now I heard they're coming out with earrings and they're upgrading the cases, like the cases for the jewelry. Mm. They're actually coming out with like two new options including a more like premium option, even though the basic option is super nice. This okay, the, so the, the basic jewelry case. Yeah. I don't know if you've actually looked at like the actual box, but it's really cool. Uh, yeah. it, it's, it's a, uh, what's that? No, I, yeah. Uh, as you said, yeah. I was going to say it, they, they haven't quite come out with it, with it yet. And it's going to be coming out soon. But, um, the, so when you open the box, it has a light in it 
And mm. so the light shines on the jewelry. I just think, man, that's such a cool. Well, and it also shines on the card, right? So like that card where you have the message, the light's going to shine and just puts, I'm just picturing, you know, your wife like opening this and it's like this angelic, like, oh, you know, because it's this light is shining. I just think it's yeah. really cool, really cool presentation. Um, definitely, definitely going to be awesome. Yeah, when I when I first saw that, I was like, is that a lead case or an LED case? And I was like, what would an LED case even be? And then that makes so much sense. When you open it up, it's like all lit off, right? I was like, is it LED on the outside? <laughs> like, I don't get how it works. But now that makes sense. And I think they're going to be dropping that pretty soon. I think so, too. Really so um, yeah, definitely jewelry. Like that is definitely something you should jump on. It's good for so many different brands and the profit margins are awesome. So next let's talk about the fourth item and that is Sherpa blankets. So this is something that's really popular with a lot of print on demand companies. Uh, there's so many companies now, you, you can tell the popularity of the product because it seems like every print-on-demand company now offers Sherpa blankets. I know Printful, Printify, and a number of other print-on-demand partners offer it. Um, you can easily make over $20 profit per blanket. And there are some really cool things you can do with Sherpa blankets that I think, I think people might not really think about. Um, so here are just like a few reasons you might want to consider selling Sherpa blankets in your print-on-demand store. First of all, they have a low return rate compared to something like a t-shirt because a t-shirt has different sizes, fits and cuts. Whereas a Sherpa blanket is just one size fits all. There's also much less competition selling Sherpa blankets compared to most clothing items. There's a higher profit margin than a lot of other products. You know, if you can make 20 to $30 profit per item, that's, that's pretty decent. That's better than a t-shirt. It's very hard to make that on a t-shirt. And they're just a very versatile product that can be used for a number of different purposes. And they're really, really great for gifting. So around Christmas, special occasions, for example, with some print-on-demand companies like Printify, you can actually personalize Sherpa blankets, meaning you could offer a design with someone's name on it. You can, you can have a Sherpa blanket with a family photo. You can have a Sherpa blanket with a photo of their dog, and it could be like your dog's blanket. There's so many fun ways to personalize these. So I, I know think it's everybody kind of out there has seen the ads. Come on, everybody's seen everybody's seen the Facebook and Instagram ads. It's like, oh yeah, I feel like they all use the same mock-up of like that <laughs> that like mom holding up the blanket, and it's got like the military fallen or none of those are like, like some, <laughs> yeah. you know, like some, some military thing on there or whatever. Like I've, I've seen that ad so many times, that same mock-up. Yeah. Correct me up. So I'm looking at Printify right now. Cause I, well, first of all, I was curious. Uh, I was curious, you know, do you, do you think that specifically Sherpa blankets, that style is what's popular um, because it's a little bit softer. Is that, that kind of, kind of your thought? That is kind of my thought. Yeah, I know that there are other kind of blankets, like there's like bed sheets and stuff that you can get printed. I just feel like Sherpa blankets are, they're good for a lot of reasons. So like they're, they're great for gifting, they're super soft. They're like what you wanna cuddle up on the couch with on a cool night when you know, you're know you just Netflix and chilling at home. So um, yeah, I, and they're so, just really popular. I feel like everyone has a Sherpa blanket. Maybe I'm wrong, I have a Sherpa blanket, but. Um. I think my, <laughs> mine probably is, I don't know. But I was just gonna say, like, you know, I'm looking at Printify because they have quite a few options, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of stuff on here. Um, there's multiple. I mean, there's a Sherpa, there's a Sherpa hooded blanket. Oh yeah, uh, I've seen that. Yeah, there's a couple, a couple hooded ones. A snuggle blanket. 
for 31 bucks. Now these are, these are just the regular prices. You can get much better pricing with Printify premium, Yeah. but, uh, 31 bucks for the snuggle blanket <laughs> and then, uh, $54 for the Sherpa hooded fleece blanket. Uh, might be something you could sell at a hundred bucks though, you know, 90 bucks, a hundred bucks. I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't a custom printed, you know, fleece blanket. I think people would pay that, especially around the holidays and different things. Uh, yeah. but anyways, I was looking at, I brought, I was just looking at all the different Sherpa blankets on here. So the lowest price one on the regular plan, 20 bucks, uh, the sizing is going to be 30. Uh, there's three different sizes, but I assume it's gonna be 30 by 40. So, I mean, you know, it's something to consider is like, what is, you know, you, you want to consider the size, right? Like if it's yeah. most people are probably going to want a little bit bigger one, but not like a yeah. huge one. I don't know what the, what the most popular size is, but I mean, this one's as low as 20 bucks. Yeah. I mean, come on, you keep, you could easily sell it for forty nine ninety nine. Yeah. Mean, especially customized, like yeah. people will pay more for customized. Yep. So yeah, I mean, that's, there's some good, good options in the blanket category and then on top of the Sherpa ones, I mean, just so many other things. They've got baby blankets on here, comforters, the hooded blankets. Uh, I mean, some of this stuff like looks looks really cool. It's crazy, yeah. man. Like these catalogs, these print on mine catalogs just keep expanding. And just a side note, when you see it, when you were talking about the hooded um, Sherpa blanket, okay, so this is totally random, but today I was at the gym and I looked up at the TV and they were advertising a wearable beanbag hoodie. Like literally, it's like- Beanbag? So you just fall down? <laughs> it's, well, I, yeah, I think that's what you do. And I, I thought it was the most hilarious thing. I'm like, someone is going to print this on demand. Like they're- Next thing you know, like print on a man is going to like have like these wearable beanbag hoodies. It's like the Sherpa ones, but yeah. like it's just a giant beanbag. So you can just walk around and then you can just like sit back and like fall onto your beanbag. I just thought it was hilarious. I had my to wife make... has a, has a Harry, my wife has a Harry Potter Snuggie. Nice. So you put, you put on the Snuggie. It's got the arms and everything and it yeah. makes you look like, you know, Harry Potter or something. Those Snuggies yeah. were all the rage like a oh, couple man. of years ago. I remember they were just sound like hotcakes. Yeah, I think they're so, still popular. Like, uh, still popular because people just wear them around the house. It's not like, yeah. it's not like you. It's not like you have to be stylish. It's just your right. house. You know right. I mean? so it's like you know they still sell. They are cozy. Sure. <laughs> um. Okay, taking the next one, all uh, number five, uh, which is which is the last one we have, but we also have some honorable mentions to talk about. But number five is all over print leggings. Uh, Adrian, I'm gonna let you take this one again. Not in yeah. my wheelhouse, but uh, if, sure. you know, I know your your brands and everything. This might be something you've sold a little bit more. Yep. Yeah, this is something I currently sell. Um, I so I know a super successful seven figure clothing brand that pretty much just sells printful leggings, and they sell the basic legging for eighty nine ninety nine. That means that their profit margin is like I think fifty dollars, maybe even more per item. And these guys crush it. They absolutely crush it. I also sell leggings in my store. I sell the printful ones as well. I just think they're really good quality compared to a lot of other print on demand ones out there. I'm not saying they're like Lululemon quality by no means, but they are handmade in the, the printful manufacturing facilities and they have a nice stretch to them. They're really soft and you can put like so many designs on them that look really, really good. Like they have really vibrant colors because they use a white base for the material. And mm -hmm. some people say that when the material stretches, it looks a little funky. Like if you had just black 
uh, all over print leggings from Printful and you and you put them on, if if they were kind of tight on you, they would actually come across as kind of like a shiny metallic gray because of the white underbase. But the reason they have that is because it makes the other colors so much more vibrant. Like if you have a red or a pink or a blue. So it's really, really good for colorful leggings. Wow. Um, and we sell these on our store. They're the single most profitable product. They make us well over $30 profit per legging. Wow. And I think they just make a lot of sense for so many brands. Like let's say you're in the dog niche. Like I, like, you know, my other brand was in the dog niche. We sold lots of dog inspired leggings. We had like, Pitbull leggings and Corgi leggings and all different funny slogans on them. Like they sold pretty decently. Mm -hmm. So um, it's definitely something that I think a lot of people overlook that can be a really good addition to your store. And man, the profit margin margins can be awesome. Like some people sell, it's kind of funny because there's some people selling the printful ones for like $39.99. And then there's this other brand that's selling them for $89.99. It's the exact same product. They just do well, a really good like, job marketing it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it, that's that's what people don't understand. Is I I don't mean that to be harsh to anybody listening. It's just like I see it so often. You know, people just have this this perception of like, you know, I can only sell things at these certain prices. And it's mm -hmm. like, it's not, it's not, it has nothing to do with that. It, it's the the price you set says something about your brand and the way that yeah. you present it uh in in the value you can create in your listing you know in your product product page and the in the reviews and what's included and your return policies and mm -hmm. all those kind of things like you're creating this package where you know all, almost almost every print on demand product that we talk about on this podcast you know it's pretty much white labeled, right? Like nobody yeah. know when you sell a mug, nobody knows what brand that mug is. Mm -hmm. It's just a mug, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's all about how you present it. So, you know, with this seven-figure clothing brand you're talking about, you know, they're selling the same printful leggings that this other brand is selling for 39 bucks, but they're selling them for 89. And yeah. as far as the customer's concerned, these are being handmade by this seven-figure clothing brand, you know? Like, yeah. they're never going to know. There's not going to be, I mean, I assume there's not going to be a brand name on those leggings, you know? Yeah, no, well. there's not. You can put your own brand in there. Like, yeah, there, like there's no tag that says, like, Printful. There's only a tag that gives you like the material information. And then you have the option. I think it's no additional charge for the leggings. You have the nice. option to put your logo in, in the back. Yeah. Inside. So it's like, and so it's, it's completely branded. branded. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally, you don't have to do it, but I highly recommend you do like, why not? Yeah. It's, if it's, it's good for your branding and for your image. I was, and, I was just going to add to that. Like, I just want to say this is kind of a side note, but there's there's a lot of power in uh, just sell like specializing in one type of product like that, and you could mm. do that. You could do that with any one of these things we talked about, um, especially like like we just talked about blankets or jewelry, right? Yep. Hoodies and sweatshirts. You know, you, you might want to add other apparel, but you could specialize in those. But especially jewelry, blankets. Like if you built a blanket brand and and you could create the marketing message that these are. And give people that perception of like that these are really high value or high value and you know custom branded uh, blankets. Um, that there is a perceived value increase when you're going to a specialist, right? When you're yes. going to a specialty shop. And I use I always use this example, and I'm like, if you go to Walmart and you want to find specialty coffee, you're probably not going to find it, right? And you you're going to go see the Folgers, you're going to see these other brands, the Dunkin', whatever, and they're going to be. I don't know how much coffee is. They're going to be 10 bucks a bag or something. 
But if you go to a local coffee shop where they're grinding up the beans and they're the specialists, you know, you're going to be willing to pay so much more because you're under the assumption you're going to get a much higher, you're going to get a much better experience, better taste, all those kind of things. In reality, they could just be repackaging the Folgers, but it's just that perception of like, I'm going to get this high quality experience. These are the experts. These are the specialists. I'm willing to pay double or triple. So in this brand here, I'm going on and on. This is my this is my rant for the day. But this brand here that's doing you know millions with leggings, it's like people are like, oh, this is these are the leggings es- experts. These yeah. are, this is the place to go if you want leggings in this niche. So yeah. they're able to charge more, and people are willing to pay more for that. Totally, they they've got a huge selection, um, and they are like you, you go to their website and you're like, oh yeah, these are the lagging people. Like they're they have so many good options, and they they actually like create ones for occasions and yeah. all sorts of stuff. They're, they they kind of like went the different direction than a lot of other print on demand sellers. A lot of print on demand sellers are like, oh, t-shirts, tanks, and hoodies and sweatshirts. Let's go. And then these guys are like, no, we're gonna actually zig when they zag, and they went and they went in on leggings, printful leggings, and they're crushing it. They're absolutely crushing it. Like, think about it. Like if you're making $50 for a single item per sale, like you're gonna do really well for yourself if you can get people to buy these and really like you can focus on perceived value. So, you know, they they have a nice website, they have nice products, they have lots of customer photos for social proof. They've got lots of reviews and stuff like that. And they do really good for themselves. And and one other thing I'll say about this is I remember when I first started selling leggings, I didn't, I never thought you could sell them for that much. And so we started, I think we launched ours at like $49.99, something 39, 49. I think it was $49.99. And then when I saw this brand, I was like, screw it. We're gonna raise our prices significantly for leggings because we're using the exact same manufacturer as them. And we barely saw any difference in conversion rate. So we probably raised the price, I wanna say like 25%, maybe maybe even 50%. Um, and we like, it's not our best selling product, but it is our most profitable product. And we do sell a decent amount of them. So we're happy because we, we made our margins so much better on this product just by raising the price. And it didn't seem to actually affect how many people were buying those leggings. It's like, we're getting, selling kind of the same amount of leggings as we did before. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's a great product that I, I think more people should, uh, consider adding to their store. Yeah. Less competition too. A lot less competition. A lot of people don't oh, do that. For sure. Yeah. I mean, oh. so many of these products, the com- like, if you just think about something like a t-shirt versus any of these products, oh, yeah. competition is, is, is way lower for sure. Yep. Cool. Do you want to talk about some honorable mentions? Yeah. So just touching on a couple honorable mentions, um, that we, we wrote down a couple here. The first one is metal wall art. Now we've seen that this has been becoming really popular on Etsy. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, there's different kinds of wall art. One that we've seen that it seems to be really going kind of wild is like cut out metal wall art, like your family name, you know, where it's actually cut out uh, yeah. almost like a cricket would cut out, but not probably can't do metal. Maybe, maybe, maybe they are, maybe they're, maybe they've got a cricket that can do the metal, cut out the metal, but, the, but that, that kind of thing where it will actually cut out a certain design, but there's many other types of wall art. You can, you can do uh, metal wall art specifically that you can sell. 
um, you know, just metal signs in different sizes, similar to the way that you would just do normal canvas or like normal wall art with print on demand, but it's just metal, which is really cool. So lots of different things there. Um, you also wrote down suitcases. This is not one I've really dove, dove into. Yeah. Uh, you have anything, have anything to say about suitcases? So, yeah. So this is something that I think a lot of people don't know you can print on demand. And I remember when I first heard about this, I was like, that's crazy. I totally never even thought about that. But I'm talking like travel suitcases, like the roller ones that you take to the airport. You can actually put designs on there. That's so cool because, dude, like I don't know about you, but so many of my airport bags are black and they look like everybody else's bag. And side note, when I was in the Philippines, my bag did not get shipped to the Philippines until more than halfway through my trip. It was stuck in Vancouver and they couldn't figure out which bag was mine. I had to go back to Manila, go into the airport's like lost baggage room and I had to identify it because it was a black bag without any really noticeable identifiers. If I could say like, oh, it's like a, a a bag that has cats all over it. Like it's a printed travel bag that has cats all over it. Black and white cats. I feel like that'd be a lot easier for people to pick out. So there is really personalize interesting. These and you can do lots I, of things with them. Yeah. I'm just looking at it on, I'm just looking at it on, or on um, Printful or not Printful, Printify. Yep. And uh, I mean, I basically bought one like this. Uh, I think I paid $300 for mine uh, like a year ago or something very similar. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so these are, these are selling for the small size at 134. So, I mean, you think about that, what, what would you, what would you price this at? I mean, would you price it at like 199? That, that would be a $65 margin. Would you price it at like two, would you go up to two, 225, 250? Um, I don't know what the quality is like. I think there's a big quality description, discrepancy in luggage. Yes. So I, I agree. I would almost really want to like, you know, see what the quality is like on this but um yeah i have not i have not added them to my store yet I, i'm not too sure if i will or not i just know that they're a very popular kind of high profit margin product and you know i don't know how much i would sell it for i would have to kind of look at what other people were selling it for um and kind of make a decision from there but um yeah i mean if you paid 300 dollars for a bag and that might have been a higher quality bag but even yeah. How much do you say that one was that you just looked at? Uh, it's one thirty four to to actually sell it in your store. Yeah, one, only actually it's one hundred three with Printify Premium. I mean that's a, that's a thirty one dollar discount. That's a big old discount. Even Probably if you sold it, it for one fifty, like, you're making really, a great amount. Yeah, I think, of profit I think on you that. would. I think you would have a higher cost of acquisition, like on you know Facebook and Instagram ads. Yeah, or something. I agree. So this, this is more of a higher ticket, you know, yes. print on demand product. Yeah. But I mean, you know, you could adjust that pricing. You've got some flexibility. I mean, if you if you if you're getting it for 103, maybe you start at 149, you see what your cost per acquisition is like, then maybe you go as high as maybe 200. Um, I, the thing that's interesting about this, I'm looking at this. I don't know if they have more, but I'm looking at this one on print Printify. Mm -hmm. So it looks like they're white, and you just print whatever you want on the white. That's what it looks like in the photos. But then if I if you look at the actual supplier it says there's only one color and that color is black and i'm kind of like how do you even print on black what what kind of you know what i mean I, I don't, yeah. i'm not sure I, i'd have to i'd have to dive into this a little bit more yeah it's, it's interesting it, for sure yeah it is and and it'd be interesting to know uh, i'd actually be really curious to know people selling them what their 
what their margins are. Like what, how much, how much profit or how much are they taking away from a sale? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and looking I'm, there, there's an actually an article from Printify here. It says the next big trend, custom luggage tags and suitcases. And some of the, like the examples they've got here, you know, they've got like a surf or a dude's like snowboarding. I mean, it looks, it looks pretty cool. Like you could pick a niche you could do travel, you know, travel luggage in that niche. And this is something you could specialize in. Man, I might get off this podcast and just start creating a suitcase print on demand store. Cause like, this, like I'm, I'm kind of feeling this one uh, as, as a, as a high ticket, high t I really want to get into the high yeah. ticket kind of print on demand thing. Yeah. Um, this might be something I should explore. Yeah, I think exactly. that would be fun to test out. That would yeah. be fun to test out. That and metal wall art, man. Yeah. The last one we've got I mean, on here is shoes. Yeah. This is an interesting one. Um, there, there's lots of different print-on-demand providers that offer shoes. I think there's even some print-on-demand providers yeah. that kind of specialize in the shoes category. Yes. And you can get things like, you know, things uh, uh, shoes that look like Chuck Taylors or look like, mm -hmm. you know, Adidas or look like Nike silhouettes. And there's some cool stuff you can do with shoes for sure. Yeah, yeah. There's actually quite a few, contrary to what people probably think, there's quite a few um, print on demand companies that offer them. So the first time I ever saw print on demand shoes was through a company called Pillow Profits. Um, <clears throat> and that was years ago. I think they're still around. They, they do shoes and they, they were known for a couple other things, but they were really known for shoes. And then Printful came out with them and now, and Printify also has them. Uh -huh. And they have like the Chuck Taylors, they have like athletic shoes, like sneakers. There's actually quite a few different ones. And there's some really like, on trend shoes that you can print original designs on. Like how cool would it be to have Chuck Taylors are super trendy right now. How cool would it be to have like this, this design on there that's really specific to your niche that people are really passionate about that they could wear and they're super original. Like yeah. no one that sees them has probably ever seen it anywhere else. You know what I mean? So we've actually tested shoes before in the past. My 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 dog inspired brand a couple of years ago. We tested shoes. I think we used Pillow Profits at the time because we didn't know anyone else who was selling them. Um, and they did okay. They were definitely not like one of our best sellers, but we did sell a couple pairs and we were kind of surprised. We're like, oh, cool. Like some people are buying them and um, they had pretty good profit margins for us. So yeah. we were happy about that. But it's just something really original that I think a lot of people wouldn't even think you could print on demand. Um, uh -huh. And yeah, I mean, maybe you could even kind of like that legging store. You could start like a shoe store where you just do like print on demand shoes and you're known as like, you're, you, that's your bread and butter. Mm -hmm. um, that would be pretty cool. So I think it's something that we might test out again in the future. Um, my, my other store that I currently have, we have not tested shoes, but I definitely would not be opposed to it. Um, I've been thinking about it a bit, so for sure, man. Well, this man, this has been a great episode. Uh, I'm excited. I, I kind of want to go create a suitcase brand. So, <laughs> you know, if you if you need to if you need to find me, I'll be uh, on Shopify selling some suitcases. suitcases. Yeah, uh, for sure. Awesome. Um, but I think that I think that about does it. Thank you. This was episode yeah. nine of the Print on Demand Playbook podcast. As I mentioned earlier in the podcast, please let us know what you think, man. We're yes. we're really really enjoying recording these. And, um, you know, obviously these are longer form, you know, so we're kind of just hanging out, talking a little bit, you know, it's a little more, a little more, us uh, just kind of shooting the stuff, casual. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Casual. So, uh, please let us know what you think and thank you so much for listening. Awesome. Thanks guys. Peace.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Print On Demand Playbook Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us an honest review on whichever platform you're listening from. Thanks again, and we will see you soon.